Welcome back to the CNB Sports Show. I'm your host, Braylon Brakefield. Along with me, my co-host and good friend, Cole Lepschitz. Cole, what's up? What is up, man? I feel like it's been forever. I think it's only been like two weeks, but I don't know. I mean, it's been a long two weeks. Um, um, I don't know, dude. It's It's super cold up here. I don't know about down there. Not enjoying it. No, not a fan at all. Yeah, we took uh, took last week off. Cole had something pretty cool come up, getting to represent the state of Virginia, going to Orlando to play softball. So, you want to talk about that for a little bit? Yeah, man. It was, um, I mean, first and foremost, it was really cool just even being, like, selected or being mentioned with, with some of those guys. Um, and then once I got down there, you know, it was, uh, it was kind of just cool, just we got there Wednesday to check in and whatnot and just walking around, checking all the all the stuff out. And Vieira's a nice town, nice little town. And um, it was like 80 degrees, so that was cool. Um, but then, like, getting to play, like, once you, you know, the nerves were there. We, we started off in the stadium and the nerves were there. But, I mean, once they said go, it was just, it kind of just felt like ball, honestly. Like, you know, you get up there first A.B., you're like, oh, he's still throwing it underhanded. You know, it's this still same kind of level you play against anyways. So when it, it kind of was easy to settle in and kind of just felt right. Um, but yeah, dude, it was awesome experience. Just seeing a, dudes from across the country that kind of care about the same things you do. And um, everybody's out there having a good time. So cool experience for sure. Yeah, getting to play in that stadium, has that's like a like once in a lifetime type chance really like the only guys that get to play there are pretty much the pros the guys that are getting paid to do it so yeah it's awesome I, like all the pitchers seeing the huge scoreboard out there in left field like it just looks awesome yeah it was cool um i wish you know it was cool starting the starting there i kind of wish i would have settled in and then went you know maybe i had a, a couple better hits you know whatever try to hit a home run or something but uh, I mean, it is what it is. It was still awesome. Um, we played Oregon in there, which was cool, and it was a pretty good game, but we ended up run-rolling them, so that's kind of cool, too, getting to say you run-rolled somebody in the stadium. Yeah. Um, All right, well, and we, uh, I don't, All right, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't, I don't know what they measure with down in Florida. I don't know if those fields are actually 300. Uh, they play short if you're ever down there. Just beware. <laughs> yeah, like we went to Worlds this in September down there. Like the ball just don't go anywhere. Like you feel like you're you square one up and it's like two hopping the left fielder and you're like, I guess it's the wind maybe. I don't know. Dude, don't know. they you had you don't a... notice the wind though, really. But like they no, I'm saying it. It was small. Like the the I, we were playing with pro M's, so that makes a difference. Like. One of the harder balls you can get, but I mean, if you were if there wasn't any wind, or you if you were with the wind and you elevated it, it'd smell ya. <laughs> it was getting out of there. But I did see a dude from the D class team in Georgia hit one over the big fence. That was that's pretty impressive. It's what three eighty five or something to get yeah, out there. Three eighty five. That's I mean that's crazy. I'm sure he'll be getting some phone calls. I said he's playing E last year. He's like. 21 he won the e with one world last year so it's like yeah no crap they won e that's ridiculous they got that guy on the team 
Yeah, sandbagging. He looked like he weighed about 165, too. What the big dude? dude? No. No. Just a regular just a regular dude with a man bun. I mean, I don't know. Pretty good middleman, too. Unreal. He'll, yeah, he'll definitely be getting some calls in. Oh, yeah. But we got the NFL playoffs, the conference championship rounds this week. Got the 49ers at the Eagles. Eagles are favored by two and a half. And then you have the Bengals at the Chiefs. Bengals are actually favored by one and a half. So that kind of tells me that they may not think Mahomes is going to be 100% or he may not play. Because how do you go against the Chiefs at home? Especially at this point. I don't know. That's um, I heard that today that the Bengals were a one point favorite. I just I I don't even know what to think. I don't. It doesn't feel like a trap line if Mahomes isn't fully healthy. It's like what are the Chiefs? You know, it's not like they have just a overly awesome defense. Um, they don't have really like a dominant run game or anything like that. Like you know, I mean, it would just be on on the backup uh, Heaney or, or whatever, however you say his name. Um, if he didn't play, I'm sure Mahomes would would play with one leg, um, just because he's a little bit different than everybody else. But you know, I don't know. It's also it, I, it's hard to go against Burrow though. I feel like he's got that dog in him. He does. He's just got that confidence. Like you've heard him talk about. Uh, they asked him when they won the AFC North, and he was like, "Yeah, that's the standard here. Like we're gonna celebrate tonight, but this is what we expect." And then one day they ask him what do you think your window is to win a championship? And he was like, my whole career. Yeah. Like, we're we're here until I'm gone. That's just, that's crazy confidence from a guy that's that young. Yeah. Already done so much in the league, though. No, it's, it's, um, it's cool kind of, kind of seeing him, man. Like, especially, you know, we're young in our, uh, fandom careers, I guess, and kind of get to say, we'll, we'll grow up with Joe Burrow. It's kind of cool, uh, kind of cool to watch. I think, you know, we I feel like three years ago, four years ago, everybody was worried because that that almost like never before seen era of quarterback play was phasing out. You know, Big Ben, Tom Brady, uh, the Mannings, Matt Ryan, you know, Joe Flacco. I guess I, you know it's just a there's a lot of really good quarterbacks, and I feel like we're just kind of swooping back in with the next round i mean i feel like they'll be just as great i don't know if we'll have any tom brady's and peyton mannings but i mean we'll be darn close yeah that's that's a good segue because i was just thinking like you said you know the eli manning peyton manning philip rivers all those you know tom brady all those guys big ben were all drafted you know right in the same three or four years aaron Rodgers came a little later but Still that era of just elite quarterback with like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers. That's there's a debate for those three to be the best of all time. Mm-hmm. And I think at this point, like you look at the the AF, even just the AFC, you have Patrick Mahomes, who's twenty seven, you have Joe Burrow, you have Trevor Lawrence, you have Josh Allen, you have Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. All of these guys are like twenty six and under. Mahomes is the oldest one. All these guys have a chance to be great. That's why I said the other day, like, Trevor Lawrence could be one of the best quarterbacks of all time, and he may never be top three in the AFC. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to think. 
It's ridiculous, man. I, I do got to say, man, like I, I said it the other day, are we sure that Trevor Lawrence isn't like a divine being? I mean, dude, dude, dude. has been touched. He just lost his first game on a Saturday in his life. This, on her, I mean, that didn't even make sense. This dude played a full college career. He literally started three years at Clemson and just never lost on a Saturday. The only your only chance of beating him was in the championship game. That was it on a Monday. Yeah, like it's. But that's a uh, good time. I got a question for you. All right, give I've it to got me. nine quarterbacks, twenty six and under. I want you to rank them. All right. Okay. Okay. So this is for the next. We'll say twelve years. You get this; these guys at your quarterback. What order are you taking them to be your quarterback for the next twelve years? You okay. got Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, okay, Josh Allen, Trevor Lawrence, Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, Tua Tagovailoa, Jalen Hurts, and Mac Jones. <laughs> okay. Um, one I'm going Joe Burrow. It would I would that was also my number one. I would I would rather start from the bottom, but it would be too hard. I'm not that calculated. Um, I feel like was wait was Patrick Mahomes on this list? No. Or no, Mahomes no? is 27. Okay. I f- Got I feel like Mahomes. Gotcha. Would you take Burrow over Mahomes? Um, no. Me either. See, I don't think I don't think there's a debate for Mahomes anymore. Like no. I think Mahomes is in a tier. These guys are great. Mah- yeah. Mahomes is in a tier by itself. Yeah. I was okay. I'm good now. So I would take um, I would take Trevor Lawrence second. I would take Josh Allen third. Um. You've got Herbert, Lamar, Hertz. Kyler, Tua, and Mac left. Man, it's. I feel like it's almost going to go in that order. I'm going to take Herbert after Josh Allen, right? And then yep. give me Lamar over Hurts, and then that leaves me with Mac Jones and Kyler, right? And Tua. God, for 10 years. This is to the point where I said you could just put these three in whatever order. Yeah, like I don't think it really... I just put them in order of what I would pick. I don't think it really matters. I mean, I feel like I would rather hang out with... Um, I feel like Mac Jones is kind of a weirdo. I would almost rather hang out with Kyler Murray, but... I don't know, man. Wasn't really given the so best. So far, we coach have the exact here. same list. Yeah, I just, I don't even know how to do the. I would. I mean, I would. I think two is the best. I would go two. Uh, Kyler Mac. I okay. think I think two is better than Kyler. I think they last probably about the same amount of time. Um, because like healthy two is pretty good. Um, especially with Miami. With what they got rolling this year, but 
I mean, if you, I mean, he's been soft, soft body too. I've been saying that since I feel like 2004. Um, he's just small. Like those defensive linemen are big. They just tackle you. They land on you. You have that frame. Like you're just, you're bound to get hurt. It's just like he feel, I feel like he's just been tackled so weirdly. Um, like all of his concussions were from hitting the ground, you know, just who, I mean, how many quarterbacks do we see get tackled like that? I just don't get it. I don't know why it happened so many times, but whatever. Um, like the one where the one that knocked him out this last time was just like he's running and the dude just grabs him by the feet and he just flops over, like hits his head. It's like what? What kind of luck is that? You know, I feel like that's been his whole career, just weird bad luck injuries, like his hip. Just gets tackled with his leg. You know, he's trying to take the next step, and he just the guy jumps on the back of him. I mean, anybody's breaking their hip with 300 pounds jumped on their back. It's just weird stuff like that. But, yeah, no, I, I do think, too, is, is um, you hear a lot of people talk about how he's a really good in the locker room, and he's a special guy, so I would take him over Mac and Kyler. Yeah, so our list is almost identical we had two flip-flopped but to me like i said mahomes is far and above everyone that's why i I was gonna do 27 under then i was like there's no point in putting you know mahomes and baker mayfield on this list like we know where both of those guys fall we'll just make it 26 and under but of course i go burrow number one like like you said the dude is peyton manning-esque to where you look at just how prepared he is, like the first two drives against Buffalo, he just he went all the way down the field, scored. You know they got a three and out or whatever happened, and then he went back all the way down the field and scored again. And now it's fourteen nothing in the snow, and Josh Allen's yeah. having to fight back from a hole. And you know we're ten minutes into the game. Uh, Trevor Lawrence. So I think there's a gap after this. I think you have Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence. I think those are the cream of the crop right now. Yeah. Those are the guys you want to be building around. The next two guys, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, those are freak athletes that turn the ball over too much. They miss a lot of throws. To me, Josh Allen is a uh, little bit worse version of what Cam was. I think his arm's a lot stronger, but I think Cam was a lot better. Like Cam won an MVP. Josh Allen yeah. really hasn't even got close. Cam took his team to the Super Bowl. Josh Allen hasn't done that. Um, and I, I feel got, like Josh Allen's roster is absolutely absurd. Um, I know they were banged up with some injuries on the defensive side, but still, I mean, they still had a great defense. So it's like you're out of excuses. Yeah, the Panthers had the number one pick, and then two years later they were playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like Cam – Kind of it's like the Bengals. It, they, they're like the Bengals. Like, yeah. Terrible, and then now, you know, now they're playing Peyton Manning. Yeah. And now the next three I have, I would I give Lamar the edge. He's already won an MVP. He's a guy that you literally have to game plan for. Yeah, you know, it's like you watch a team in college, you know, that's running the option. Like, you have to plan for Lamar all week and then just hope you've done enough to stop him on Sunday. Jalen's got something going on. Like, he has found I, he's not the most athletic. He don't have the greatest arm talent. He has just found something, almost that Joe Burrow-like swagger. 
that puts him up here to where honestly he could probably pass all of them like yeah. all the way up not all of them but he could pass say like josh allen i think two, yeah like in two years he could be sitting at number three yeah in all reality just because how good he is like just taking care of the ball and a guy you can trust over what allen herbert and jackson are and then i, I gave Kyler at seven just because i feel like you can do more with him like to me him and two are very similar i think Kyler's got a little bit stronger of an arm and yeah. he's quicker so hopefully he can get out of the pocket and avoid more sacks than Tua because that's one of Tua's big problems too is he's so small and he's just yeah, stuck in fair. the pocket he can't get out and I put Mac at nine because he's a weirdo he he gives me a little bit of Grace and Allen vibes I liked him for uh I liked him for a while hold on I gotta plug my laptop up forgot no you're good started. But, no, yeah, I, I mean, I'm a, I was a big Mac Jones fan, especially when he was at Alabama. I mean, I was a huge Mac Jones fan. I thought he was like almost perfect that year. I mean, I know he was loaded to the gills, but I mean, you can be loaded to the gills and still not be a good quarterback um, in college. We've seen it a lot. Uh, I feel like, but um, especially at Alabama. But um, I, I mean, I just don't know. I, I, he gets the NFL, does fine, and then makes the Pro Bowl, and then it's like, you know, they're not as good, and he kind of hits some adversity, and I feel like he wasn't, he didn't really respond in a good way, or in a way I would like to see him respond, so that's why I kind of would drop him that low. Yeah, and which, I mean, the Pro Bowl is kind of whack. Like, you can't really count that. Like, he, he made the Pro Bowl, but it was because, you know, other guys didn't want to go or other guys were still in the playoffs. Like Mitch yeah. Trubisky was in the Pro Bowl. Yeah, right. Like one of his first years. It's just, I'm just I mean, I was just saying he had he had a pretty decent first year. Um, yeah. You know, not that it was great or anything, but he had a decent first year. So, with that being said, we have the – we kind of touched on it, the NFL playoffs – what are your ideas on this game? 49ers at Eagles. Eagles favored by two and a half. It's tough, man. I like the Eagles everywhere except, like, coach and game plan. I feel like um, Kyle Shanahan is one of the best to do it. So it's And he's got plenty of weapons to do it with. So that kind of, like, makes me weary, you know, like, what if Brock Purdy is that guy? Um, you know, it's easy to compare him to Tom Brady in the way where he was like the last pick of the draft and all that kind of stuff. But I don't, he's not Tom Brady. Um, but, you know, I, I've seen some weird comparisons where like, what if, you know? And I don't know. I just don't see it. I mean, I feel like Philly's a hard place to go and, and just steal a win like that. Um. So I mean, I w- personally, I would take Philly to cover. I don't think the weather is going to be super great either. So I feel like the uh, Eagles have kind of the edge there too. I don't know. I feel like the Forty ers are kind of built for that cold weather, rainy, just like run the ball. Like great. Honestly, these teams are very similar. Yeah. Uh, you know, probably probably the two best offensive and defensive lines in the league. 
uh, like you said, Kyle Shanahan definitely has the advantage, but I don't know. I just feel like he finds a way to blow it. At you know, every time this comes up, like he's had a great defense, he's had you know decent quarterbacks, and I don't know, man. This one has my mind just in a blender. Really hard. I feel like the line should have been higher for the Eagles, like especially after how they looked last week. Now I would have expected that line to be a little inflated, and I was getting ready to take the Niners if this was like four and a half. Yeah. And then it came in at two and a half. So I'm like, well, they're giving the <laughs> Niners some respect. But like you said, I mean, Philly, I can't remember who it was. Philly fans cheered when somebody got hurt one time. I Dude, they're like, psychos. Up, they threw batteries at Santa when he dude, came those through. Like North North Delco there. boys, man, they they're savages. Dude. <laughs> I wish there I could was, do. There was something yeah, like a. I wish I could do their accent, man. It their accent is so funny. The Philly accent. They say like use guys, and it, I don't know, man. It, I don't know. I wish man, I could gang, do it. Bird gang, dude, go birds. <laughs> They, and, you know, that's only, like, three hours away from here. So, like, there's kind of a little bit of that accent in certain certain people you meet. And it's, uh, you just can't help but, like, just smile at them. Because it's just, it's so funny. But we it played just for, I mean, like, they just start, they're all just loud. Even, like, even just the women are loud, like, about the Eagles. You just see videos of these of these ladies that just look like normal ladies. And they're just, ye- like, deep voice yelling. <laughs> you know, at people at at the game at TVs. I mean, it's awesome. So they're total psychos. They're they're almost like the Tennessee fan of like NFL. Like they just don't care who you are. They're gonna cheer for their team, and if you say anything about them, we're gonna fight. You know what I mean? Like they they don't care about your feelings in any kind of way. So yeah, being um, being from Philly is a personality trait. Yeah, like for you sure. Are, you're born just diehard Flyers, Phillies, 76ers, Eagles. Like, that's just – that's in your blood. There's there's never a debate in Philly. If you hear somebody that's from Philly, they root for those four teams. There is no – No debate. You know, changing, switching up. Like, no. That's it. I mean, think about – think about – I mean, the, the only guy from Philly that I can think of is uh, – well, I mean, besides Will Smith, is Meek Mill. And he – is ride or die for the hood. Like he is Philly, and uh, I feel like that's a perfect representation of what of what Philly is. And they're ride or die for him. Like, oh, for sure. And all this weird stuff. Like every <laughs> Philly highlight tape is the whole long wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? Yeah, like, dreams and nightmares. It. Even even when him doing the weird like backflip at the basketball game. Do you remember that with like his legs just yeah. straight as an arrow? <laughs> comes out. It, it don't even look real. You just see him at like random Philly events, just coming out singing "Dreams and Nightmares" live. You know what I mean? Like, who does that? Drake goes to every just, Toronto game and has never done that. You know, like I love it, man. It's one of my favorite things. Um, I don't know. I, I wish I could say I wish I could be a part of Philly sports, but I don't know if I want all that action. No. <laughs> and I love, like, the Eagles helmets is arguably the oh, yeah. football. But I know I can't root for the Eagles because 
I would have to root for every other team there, and I just I can't do it. Too many other fandoms already. I can't pull for the Phillies um, or the Flyers. Really, I can't do it. No, the Flyers or the Seventy Sixers. I don't like them at all. At all. The uh, Bengals at the Chiefs. Bengals favored by one and a half. What are your thoughts here? I know we already kind of touched on it, but what if you had to pick a game? If you had to pick a side. What would you pick, dude? I'm gonna I'm gonna take. I would take the bait. I would I would take. I mean, I don't even know if it is the bait. I, it might be the sharp pick, but I'm taking the Bengals. I don't know why. I just feel like they're rolling. Yeah, they got a little Offense something different about them. It's the Bills. I know a lot of people were kind of worried about their offensive line being pretty banged up and. And they just look great. Maybe the snow helped them a little bit, but still. I, I mean, don't know, man. I think that going into uh, Buffalo and playing in the snow is one of the hardest things to do as a as a team and winning in a, in a playoff environment. So it's like, oh, now we got to go to Arrowhead. Like, okay, you know what yeah, I mean, like. Road. I don't know. Buffalo dude. I just feel like Arrowhead they, immediately after. They just got it in them. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I might, might just sit on it and just wait, see what my gut tells me. <laughs> That's not a bad plan. I'm um, I'm still in a survivor pool. Um, we have five guys that have just we just refused to lose over like the last like six weeks. And uh, we just used the playoffs. We restarted the teams and just went into the playoffs as five, and I don't know who I'm going to pick. Yeah, you don't have much to choose from. <laughs> There's really... I mean, you could go either way, and you're like, you could you could feel justified, you know? Um, I mean, honestly, like, you could, you could take the favorite or take the underdog, and you could justify all of it. Yeah, so, your biggest advantage is Eels is two and a half point favorites. Like and that's I just don't even like that. Literally I, as small as it gets. I don't even feel comfortable. <laughs> I, could, I don't know, man. So we got uh of course the internet goes crazy with conspiracy theories. We've got this Damar Hamlin thing. <laughs> you know, they're not showing his face. I've seen comparisons of the DeMar Hamlin heart that he holds up, the dude in the press box throwing up some type of triangle-looking thing. And then, uh, I mean, it's like they went really too far out of the way to not let him be seen. He's got sunglasses on. He's got a mask on. He's got a gigantic jacket covering up most of his face. And they just, he was escorted everywhere and, like, hidden so you couldn't see him at all times. Why? I mean, man, my thing is like a lot of a lot of fashion now is is that kind of wit, cover your face up and um, I don't know, man. I I feel like it was kind of blown out of proportion. I get that it's kind of sus, but I mean, if you just died, what three weeks ago, four weeks ago, like I feel like I'd be pretty, I'd be acting kind of weird in public too. Um, so I mean I, I don't I don't think it's really and like we don't know this guy we ne- nobody even really kind of knew who he was as a person 
um before like what if he was just kind of a weird guy anyways and we didn't know you know what i mean like what if he was kind of like an attention guy anyways you, you just never you never know like I, it's hard to tell um so i don't know i i'm just kind of over it like it's just everywhere and it's all on tiktok and i feel like everything i see on tiktok is about some kind of conspiracy and it's got to be the chinese government just trying to play with our minds like they're like trying to get us to not trust our our na- next door neighbors, so we'll trust them. I guess I don't know uh, yeah, to so cause there you mayhem. Are making up your your conspiracy theory. Look, man, they own conspiracy theories. They own I mean, TikTok, the man. I'm telling you, the government, all government employees had to delete their TikTok off their phones. Like, I don't know, man. There's something to it. I'm telling you. So, I don't know. So do you think I'm, he's dead? No, I think he's alive. I just think I, I think don't it's think it just was not that deep. It might not have been, but this I I don't think I I don't think it's just that I just don't think it's that big of a deal. Like I don't really care. You know what I mean? Like I don't. Everybody's like doing these TikTok investigations, like it's the Idaho murders. Like none of y'all know. Stop trying to inform me on a three-minute video on what you think. Nobody cares. Only Chinese TikTokers care, and they're going to promote it. This is my thing about it. We have we have 4K pictures of Bigfoot and aliens. <laughs> the best we could get is like an 8-pixel. It's in Buffalo. Like, a, like, we couldn't get a camera in there with him? Just Dude, one glance at him? It's in Buffalo. They were in Buffalo. We, you know what else is in Buffalo? Nothing. Bigfoot, probably. There's nothing in Buffalo. That'd be a good place for him to hide. There's nothing. I know a guy from Buffalo. You know what he said is there? Nothing. He said, yeah, man, you might as well just go to Detroit. Because there's nothing here. Ugh. <laughs> They're just not going to either one. Right. I just, I think... I don't know. I haven't watched. I've seen a lot of the conspiracy theories on TikTok, but like you said, I'm just over it. So I just quickly scroll past it. I, really, the Idaho murders kind of pushed me off because these people are like trying to solve a murder. So I'm like, look, y'all are not built for this. No. Just stay out of the way. And they're like, and, it was uh, this guy. It was this guy. And then it ends up being some dude in Pennsylvania. Like, and we're all just supposed to be like, we're just to forget it. Like we should all just roast these people who are like, "Oh, it was this guy, this food truck that killed him." Uh, you know, it was a guy from the frat party across the street. Like, no, this dude stalked him for three weeks. Y'all didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, y'all know, didn't man. read the text messages with, or the Instagram DMs between them? Oh, because you didn't have any of that like available <laughs> just, to you. Just shut up. You just made up all of this. <laughs> Oh my gosh! They would post some clips where it's like, "Watch this guy follow him to the street," and it's like, "I have no idea what you're talking about." Like <laughs> they walk across the street, and then like five minutes later, a dude just walks across the street. It's like watching like Bourbon like Bourbon Street footage or something, and it's like you see all these people walking this way, and it's like, see this group of people, they follow them down the street for a half a mile and then loop back. No, th- they went and got a hurricane and walked back to the hotel. 
know what I mean? Yeah, they got <laughs> they got down there by the voodoo dolls and had to turn around and come back before <laughs> exactly. bad stuff happened. You don't know what was happening in Moscow, Idaho that night. Like you don't know the city layout, what the food what what if they were just selling bad stuff at the food truck and that dude got out of there? Which is obviously what happened because it wasn't him. I mean, come oh, on. Unreal. But yeah, no, I, I'm getting pretty fed up with TikTok. Um, I mean, it's just a whole lot of nothing, honestly. It's just mindless nothing. Next is the most underwhelming MLB Hall of Fame ceremony of all time. It's going to be Scott Rowland. That's it. End of list. <laughs> a list with Billy Wagner, Todd Helton, A-Rod... Manny, Andrew Jones, all of these guys. One guy makes it. Scott Rowland. Why? It's like you got. It's like you. I mean, I don't even know. It's like, what's a good comparison here? I mean, it's like you're at Ben and Jerry's and you go in there to pick an ice cream and they got 31 flavors in front of you, and you know what? Just give me that vanilla. The frosted vanilla in the back. Yeah, like. Go to the back. Get me your most frost, your most freezer burnt vanilla in the back that you can find, and bring that up here. <laughs> yeah, not the mint chocolate chip. Not the Rocky Road. Leave all that. Leave your A Rod Rocky Road over there in the tub. Bring me your oldest vanilla. Thanks. Yeah, you can keep you can keep A Rod with six hundred home runs, playing shortstop for majority of his career. Give me Scott Rowland. No. <laughs> No. Why would we do this? And A-Rod and Manny and Andrew Jones aren't even close. Like, Todd Helton was the closest one. And I'm okay with Todd Helton getting in. That's fine. He's, like, if Larry Walker's in, Todd Helton should be in. Those Fair. two to me are, you know, Walker was guy. probably a little better hitter. Yeah, I mean, you can't take away from Todd Helton if you didn't take away from Larry Walker. And, I mean, A-Rod's got an argument for the best baseball player of all time. <laughs> What are we doing? And he, won't, he won't be in the Hall of Fame. What are we doing? How about Billy Wagner? I mean, that dude is somewhere up at the top at his own I think position. he was third in the... Oh, yeah. I mean, he's one of the best closers of all time. K-Rod got like 8%. His nickname's freaking K-Rod. <laughs> like, there was a period of time where he... If you got in there and there's a ninth inning, you were out. You're No, you're not, you're not out. You're striking out. That's yeah, end of story. Yeah, you're probably standing there looking. There's He's nothing not you can do about ever. it. I, Billy so, Wagner, same way. I'm so tired of media voters. I don't. I don't know what. I don't know the the resolution, but I'm tired. They just have of to it. die. All the old guys just have to die. I'm like tired the guys, of the people. The I'm people tired. running our country are the same people voting for the MLB Hall of Fame, and all of them are 90 years old or older. And it sucks. The The committee, I feel like, is awful. I feel like the committee, mo- like this year, is a bad example. But, like, they'll come out and, like, they won't even give us good reasonings of what, uh, when, why. Like, they're just like, oh, well, you know, based on the resume. Um, well, what about this team beat this other team? Okay. We saw that happen. You know what I mean? Like, give us, go in depth. Give us some dudes who know the sport that can break it down from a fundamental standpoint and and give it to me like I'm an eighth grader. 
You know what I mean? Don't just sit there and just mumble off some, some you know, some corporate jargon. Like, get Kurt Kerbstreet up there and get him to tell me what what they're talking about. Same thing with same. I mean, the same thing everywhere. It's the same thing with, um, with like NBA awards. I feel like are always weird. I feel like NFL awards are, uh, well. Those are usually fine, but the the MLBs the MLB stuff is just awful. It's like it's just gate kept by old dudes who only look at batting average and how big your forearms are. Like I don't, you know, it's like, what are we doing? Yeah, like the guy that didn't vote. You know, one guy didn't vote Jeter in, and he was inter- interviewed like six months later when it finally came out. He turned in a blank ballot, and they were like. Why didn't you vote for Jeter or something along those lines? And he said, well, I will when he's on the ballot. It's like, he was. He, it's already time for him to be voted in. You just didn't even look at the ballot. You just turned in a blank one. Like, that's... I'm sure that guy was getting, like, death threats. Well, I know he was getting death threats, because I sent him... <laughs> I was going to say, we sent him. So, <laughs> I know he was getting them. I don't he know if he probably, was reading them. Yeah, he didn't see them. Man, there's just, there's just a handful of guys that should be no, that should be no brainers, and A Rod is one, Bonds is one, Griffey was one, um, like Roy Holiday was one, Jeter was one, Rivera was one, Big Poppy was one. These guys have to be in there. If you're not voting them in because it's their first time on the ballot, that's ridiculous. Like, that doesn't make sense. Nobody cares about that. That game does not make sense to me. Like, ah, uh, maybe in five years, huh? What do you mean in five change? years? It nothing changes. If 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 Billy Wagner is gonna make it next year, why would he not make it this year? What? How does that make sense? Oh well. You know, he might donate to my charity a little bit more if I don't put him in this time. That's the only reason. There's there's no way. There's like not money behind it or something. It just like it. I it's not logical. It doesn't make it. It's not a logical thing. It's it's a, it should be just a yes or no. Like to to you, is Scott Rowland a Hall of Famer? Yes. See, I would say no. I, I don't think know. He, I thought you were asking me. I see the argument. Oh yeah. I haven't looked. Well, I, mean, at the, I haven't looked at his stats or nothing. Well, I just think like it should be like pretty cut and dry, like who your Hall of Famers are, like the elite of the elite. I know we've kind of watered that down with some of the guys that have gotten in, but still, like when I think about the two thousands, I don't think about Scott Rowland. I think about A Rod. I think about Bonds. I think about Jeter. Yeah. Like those guys. Should be set Roger stone. Clements. Yeah, Roger Clements, another one, should be guaranteed to be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I agree with that. In. Um, it's just frustrating. It's really frustrating. Last thing. You had some beef with a female artist named Miley Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, I do have beef. Putting out... Her new boss video, where she rented the house her husband cheated on her with, and she wore the dress where he's 
she wore the suit where he said something mean to her and all this stuff and really uh, that great you know personally I, you know i feel like it's a couple years down the road you know i think that um you know there's no way you're still that mad about it you know it's cool if you're if she's actually still upset whatever you know I, I don't know but i just feel like it's kind of a money grab at this point you know there's been a lot of good marketing behind it uh pushing the video it's like the number one song on tiktok you know there's obviously some collusion there um i i don't know man i just feel like it's just a petty money grab off of a good story um you know, Taylor Swift's done it for years, so not saying it's a bad business model. Um, but, you know, if you're going to sit here and say, like, oh, man, she's a savage. Like, no, she's not. If she's a savage, she would have done it immediately. That's a savage. You do it the week of. This, I don't even Yeah. I don't even know when they were married. It wasn't recent. Maybe a couple years ago. But I don't know. Petty money grab. I'm not going to say anything... Even, I just don't even see them together, honestly. Um, I know that's a weird. That was a weird, like matchup from the beginning. Yeah. What but do you think? I'm I'm not gonna say anything mean about Miley because she's coming back around. Oh no, for sure. Like she was, she was the, you know, the it girl when we were growing up, having Hannah Montana and all that. And then she went crazy for a little while, and it was like ah. Uh, now she's coming back up, and no, she's pretty normal. I I don't I I mean like I don't want to get it twisted. You know what I mean? Like this isn't like a personal attack on Miley. It's more of like, hey, let's just take this for what it is. Like the you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I just uh, have seen a lot lot of fans on TikTok like, oh, this is incredible. This is great for her. You know whatever. Like I mean, let's call it what it is. She's making money off of this. This is her job. Um, that's it. Yeah. That's me, me, me getting on here, me getting on here talking about that is my job. Okay. So I don't want anybody coming at me. That's a terrible take. Well, I'm up here giving takes. You're not like, if you want to have a take, get on a pod. We're all doing it. Come get on our pod. It's really easy. Come get on our pod. Really easy. Like me and Cole are two of the dumbest people that I know. And we I do. mean, we got it out the mud, buddy. Out yeah. the mud. <laughs> but that's it. We uh, Rangers and Commanders are. I mean, we're not catching the Hurricanes. Hurricanes no. are a freaking wagon. Every time I check, I'm like, all right, you know, we've won three or four in a row. Check see if we've moved, made any ground. Nope. Nope. It's been rough. I do think we've made a little ground on y'all. We're up like three points on y'all, but we're still. Which we're in third yard and fourth. The, you know, basically just hoping we can catch the Devils. Other than that, we're not catching the Hurricanes. They've only lost like nine games all year. It's going to be a grind. Um, But there's still a lot of season left. Um, I know the. Sneaky playoff town, Carolina. Sneaky hockey town, Carolina. It it pops off, they go crazy. Um, I know that. The commanders are still getting people back, and I've seen a lot of people talk about they've been messing with the line uh, or with the you know with the shifts or whatever. Um, so I think they're still kind of trying to get that right with with the 
Tommy and uh, Backstrom coming back. So, got a long way to go. Also, Roll Tide. Yeah. Yeah, our basketball teams look great. Um, I would say we're the two best teams in the SEC. I know rankings has Tennessee at four. I think Auburn and Tennessee probably split, you know, in basketball. We <laughs> actually play on, I think in like a week or two, we play on at Tennessee. Then the last game of the year we play on at home. But, yeah, I mean, Bama looks great. Yeah, no, they're yeah, – um, I say, the, the one kid looks unbelievable. I can't think of his name right now. Yeah, Brandon Miller. He's – Miller. Lottery pick. He's really good. Definitely. Just a aggressive um, defensive and offensive. Uh, shoots it well. It kind of has it like reminds a – me of Paul George. Kinda has, yeah, kind of has like a swagger to him. You know, kind of does whatever. Yeah, I think that's a good comp is Paul George. I think anytime anybody sees a tall, skinny shooter – they want to compare him to KD. I don't. I don't think he's very close to KD. I think he's more like a Paul George kind of guy. Um, kind of plays both ways really well. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I'm. I'm excited. I, I think Alabama and Auburn should be playing pretty soon. Um, so I think that'll be a good matchup. The home and home. I think we're playing. Uh, Mississippi State tonight or A and M, one of them, one of those maroon teams. We play, I think we play A and M tomorrow night. So I think y'all play State tonight. Yeah, which they don't play till like nine over here, so I probably won't even watch it all if it gets out of hand. Which another guy that's like low key is that Sears guy, the point guard. Um, he's another dude that's like will put twenty five on you real real quick. It's good having a. A point guard that can shoot. Um, I know Auburn's had that with with Wendell Green. I mean, it just kind of adds like an element, like a dude that can just control the ball and shoot it is nice to have. Yeah. Very underrated. Yeah, spaces the floor so much. When you got a guy, you got a guard so far out there. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think our best thing is that we rebound really well, but um, just got to keep it up. Going through that long well, stretch. That's all I got. Yeah, that's I all I got too. Appreciate y'all man. listening. Thanks for tuning in. Like the YouTube. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a subscribe. Yeah, go Be ahead and subscribe to that. Recommend puppy. us to a friend. Do all the things. For sure. Hit us up, dude. Hit us up on Twitter and stuff too. Get up, get up interacting on Facebook. I know we had a lot of fun with that that villains draft last time. Got a lot of interaction. Got a lot of people telling me. Who won and all that stuff. Um, they all said so, No. Uh, they said Baltimore and Jaw stole the show. So, I don't know, man. <laughs> all right, dude. Let's get out of here. Love you guys.